0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the cast distillery podcast, where we really go through and unlock the full potential of ServiceNow with expert insights and practical strategies only here on the cast distillery podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Dawson. And it's my pleasure to have Mike Stolp with me, who has 29 years of deploying some of the largest and most complex it environments in the world has a CISSP, He's a creative thinker and i've worked with him personally uh with 20 years of system design experience and is currently the security practice area director here at cask and what we're going to be talking about today is the importance of a strong cmdb to the security of your organization so thanks mike so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us here today thank you so absolutely much. it's great to be here oh good it's going to be a great conversation and i've got Something that I always like to start out for our listeners, watchers, however they're consuming the podcast, is kind of talk about the basics. And one of the things that I remember being on a call with you, and we were talking about CMDB and the way you went through it, it was just eloquent. And I wanted to get your view of that and talk to our listeners, watchers, about a high-level overview of CMDB and what that is, so people can kind of center around it and understand it. Absolutely.
1: So from a security lens, right? So everybody knows, you know, who's familiar with the CMDB, that's, you know, uh, basically your central repository for all of the IT assets and capabilities in your organization. Well, when you take a look at it from a security lens, what it really is is it provides you kind of the core source of information that you can use to figure out from, you know, many aspects in terms of how to protect your organization, where your potential risks are. Where your potential threats lie, managing those risks, managing those threats, and we can drive, we'll drive down a little bit deeper in each one of those. But think about this: think about if you owned a home, and you were asked, you wanted to secure that home from, you know, anybody trying to break in, and you know, keep your family protected, and so on. But you didn't know how many doors you had. You weren't quite sure how many windows you had. Maybe you're not even sure how many floors you have. What part of the street you live on, yeah. And so, if you don't have that information, it's impossible to protect what you don't know about. And it's all attached to that house. So, if you've got an open back door, or a window, or a side door, you can have the best alarm system in the world. But if those are, if not
0: every entrance and exit point is covered, you've got a problem. That's a good way to put that. So, another common thing that comes up when we're talking about CMDB um, and it's something that I see gets even more confusing is how does CSDM play into that? Can you give us a high-level overview of what CSDM is and how that's related Absolutely. to the Absolutely. So
1: the CSDM is what's called the Common Services Data Model. And what it does is it provides taxonomy and ontology, right? So those are your five-dollar words for today. So the taxonomy is essentially <laughs> just the definition of when I say technical service, what do I mean by that? When I say platform, what is a platform? Is it a hardware platform? Is it a software platform? You know, what are the sub-platforms as a part of that? What is a business service? What is a consumer? What is a provider? What is a platform owner? All of those things need taxonomy. We need to define those so we have a common data model so that across the organization, from IT to cybersecurity, to the business units, that we fully understand when we say, this is a defined business service, that we're all using the same definition, right? And that way what that does is that allows us then to basically put those into the correct domains. Currently today there's five domains within the CSDM and those domains allow us to categorize and then manage the information that sits within the CMDB. So if you think about it, Mm -hmm. it's a data dictionary, it's a framework and it's really critical and it's crucial to how we categorize and identify information. So it's it's basically Information about information or data about data.
0: Great, and and you actually kind of started leading into this in conversations that we've had in the past. You've made a good correlation between the difference of data and information. So the CMDB is basically data, but you know what would you say the difference is between data and the information?
1: Right. So that's, that's a great point. So data is think about it like this: is from a you know if you take a look at any metropolitan area right it's just a list of addresses when you get right down to it right so how do you map that out okay it it is it is zip code street number you know apartment or building number that's just a list of information you can put it in a spreadsheet and so you can tell a lot of things from that how many houses do we have how many people do we have in those houses things of that nature but it doesn't tell you anything it doesn't give you information about okay what are the kinds of people that live there what are the different kinds of communities are the houses big or small? Are they single-family units or are they multiple-family units? And if you take a look at that and you apply that same concept to a IT landscape, essentially, you can have a list of IP addresses. You can have a list of okay, we've got you know nine thousand servers, we've got twenty-two hundred you know endpoints, you know laptops, desktops, so on. That's just a list of data. What the CSD or the CMDB does is it contains that information. And that's a lot of data, but it doesn't tell you anything about okay, well, mm-hmm. how many patches do I need to have? What uh, you know, what's been out of service? You know, where am I at in their life cycles? Uh, where are my vulnerabilities? Are where are my threats? Are with a good CMDB, which is data, you can then use that in a different tool sets, you know, within the ServiceNow platform to begin to extrapolate and say what information do I need to know? Well, how many systems do I have that make a critical business system? How many servers? right? You know, are they mid-tier servers? Are they, you know, database servers? Are they on-prem or off-prem? All of these things, again, with the right data, you can pull that and turn it into information. And then what you're able to do is you can act on the information. Acting on data is actually very difficult. We have to turn that into something we can actually use. So a list of addresses in your city Mm -hmm. doesn't give you a whole lot other than a list of addresses. A list of assets in a CMDB, well, that just tells that you have a lot of stuff in your CMDB. But what it doesn't do is it does not give you the information. Now you couple a good CMDB with a good platform that can consume that CMDB information. Well, guess what? That CMDB data gives you that information and then you can start making decisions. What are my critical risks, vulnerabilities? How do I manage them and so on?
0: That's great. Because one of my hopes for this was, uh, you know, leaders look at this and sometimes you know, looking at going in and updating or even building out your CMDB can be costly. Um, and they don't get why you need it and they don't understand that big picture, you're gonna get so much value out of it when it's there and moving down the line throughout the roadmap of future things, it gives you so much, so much flexibility down the line. I love that, thank you. Um, So how can an organization be sure that they have the data into the CMDB in the first place? Well, one of the things you can do is you can use different
1: sources of authority of information. So you think about an IT landscape, you've got endpoints, You've got virtual mm-hmm. platforms, all right? We'll call them servers uh, at this point. We've got, you know, virtual appliances. You've got ingress and egress points. So each one of those will have a different source of authority. So just take a look at, for instance, all of your endpoints, right? One of the, in fact, we've had organizations actually go up back to finance because you think about it. Finance knows whether they, you know, understand the data or not. No knock on finance people, of course is they can tell you how much money you've spent <laughs> on endpoints how many laptops did this company or organization buy in the last 2 years yeah. okay you take that list and then you say how many can i actually see where are they do i have all of them accounted for do i have more laptops or do i have more endpoints connected to my environment than we've actually purchased that's even the worst answer right well how many of those endpoints do you not even mm-hmm. know about or you didn't you know you don't even know mm-hmm. so that is That's the kind of thing where you say, Okay, find the authoritative source. How many should we have? And then you have to go to your environment and say, Okay, how many do we have? Now, there's different ways to balance those two. You can use different scanning tools, you can use vulnerability management scanning tools, you can use, um, you know, different uh, network scanning tools. You can also obviously use ServiceNow's discovery capability. You instrument that, and that thing works fantastic. It, It finds it flips over mm-hmm. all the rocks and you know looks under the couch cushions and all that, and it'll find what you have. So again, authoritative sources, balance that against your actual scans of what you find, and then see if there's a delta, and there, there typically is.
0: When we think of CMDB, I want to also make sure we're sharing the breadth. So what does the CMDB touch in the ServiceNow environment? What are all the things that it, it tentacles out to? Essentially, the CMDB really is
1: the engine of the ServiceNow platform, right? So the CMDB contains all of that data about an IT environment, and it's not just hardware and software. It's a definition of business services, right? It's, you know, basically it's made up of what's called configuration items. These configuration configuration items can be physical, they can be logical and conceptual. In addition to that, the CMDB, also contains information about other aspects of your environment such as your um organizational structure right which is you know can come under an entity kind of a structure which is part of the cmdb in addition to that it has Mm -hmm. business services it has financial information so all of that if you think about what a, a very rich robust amateur cmdb holds it's more than a list of stuff you own or have it is really a broken down when i say broken down it's a really highly logical highly disciplined set of data about your organization that through multiple lenses including security you can manage your organization through that set of data in the cmdb
0: we've talked about what cmdb is how CSDM is related to it uh how do you make sure you're grabbing all the stuff that needs to come into it? But what are the challenges that you see that are associated with implementing and maintaining a CMBV?
1: So first and foremost, there's really two fundamental challenges. One is getting the right executive sponsorship, right? Having someone at a high enough level buy in to the idea that it's critical. It takes a level of effort. Sometimes it's a level of effort that's quite uncomfortable for most organizations, especially if you're starting from scratch. It just takes some time. It doesn't mean it's impossible. You know, we have done implementations for worldwide, very, very large organizations, right? Financial institutions that operate all around the world and so on. So we've seen this scale out to massive scales. So that's the first challenge. It's just getting the organization at an executive level to buy into it. The second challenge is putting a governance and ownership structure. So think about this. Is the CMDB is the central repository for all of the data about core data about you, your organization. Well, the individuals or the team that owns your endpoints is almost always different than the team that owns your networking that owns, which is different from the team that owns your um, third party resources, which is different from the team that owns AWS or Azure or all of those. And you need to assign ownership of that information in the CMDB. No one, no single individual or even team of individuals can be the authoritative source owner or data owner for all these different kinds of data. It has to be a, what we call a federated data ownership model. Yes, that means that other parts of the organization are gonna have to get involved. And obviously everybody you know really is kind of oversubscribed, but in order to make it work, you establish that. Once you establish that, it absolutely becomes the source of authority for the organization as a whole if you want to find out how many of whatever it is that you have, where it is, what it's doing, how old it is, you know, what's its security posture, you know, what it's costing you, what its risks are, if you have a true executive sponsorship and federated data ownership model, you'll be able to maintain that.
0: That's a great answer. So the the final question that I'd like to pose to you, and it, it's kind of open ended in the sense of, is there anything that you'd like to share with the audience regarding CMDB and the security of the organization? Is there anything that you'd like to share for those that are considering CSDM, CMDB and security? Anything else that you'd like to share with the listeners? Yeah, absolutely. Is don't
1: let the the daunting task stop you from actually doing it. It's doable because here's the thing, you have all that out there you have you know a very complex it environment on prem off prem you know hybrid you've got vendors and service providers and so on when you start looking at that and you think okay I, you know you've got to do all of this and and just pull it all together it, it is you know to use the old statement that's probably overused way too much don't try to boil the ocean don't start Mm. with what you know,
0: Yeah.
1: right? Start with your endpoints. Just think about this from a security perspective. If you were able to get a picture, an accurate picture of just your endpoints, who's connecting to your network, right? On a very reliable basis for, or even better yet, who should be connecting and who actually is, which many times is different. Imagine just from a security perspective, what that gives you, or better yet, even oh, how many platforms do we actually have in our environment? How many are we paying for? How many should we be paying for? How many are we paying for that we are not even using? So, all of those things just start with one thing, right? Start with one aspect of your IT environment, and go from there. The second thing I tell you is grab a partner, somebody who does this all the time. And you know this sounds like self-selling, but the reality is is you know, it is complex to do. It's certainly not impossible. It's really quite necessary if you want to be um, a secure, highly operational, and, and highly reliant environment. Grab a partner. Find mm-hmm. somebody who can walk on walk with you on the journey. Tell you where to, you know, what you know, what pitfalls to avoid, how to navigate it. And it's not going to take as long as you think. It does take some effort, and it's absolutely worth it
0: that's great great so mike thanks so much again for taking time out to talk to the listeners and us and spending time together um i do want to ask the audience that you know as you watch these like and subscribe if you have anything that you'd love to hear from us or see us talk about further we would love to hear from you so comment send us a message email us however you want to get a hold of us uh let us know we would love to hear and again thanks a lot and take care. I bye think bye. Sean.